Well, Stephen grew up in New York City, uh, which is sometimes noticeable from my accent. However, uh, I went to the Music and Art High School. From there, I went to Oberlin College, then from there at New England Conservatory. Then I was a Fulbright Scholar in Europe, and then I won a couple of competitions, resulting in my doing a lot of what is called classical conducting, but really is more symphonic conducting than classical conducting. What's the difference? Well, a lot of people refer to what I do as classical conducting, but it's not because, I mean, I do some really interesting pops music. I've worked with uh, Willie Nelson and Ray Charles and Martina McBride. So it's a wide scale of music. So it's not just classical music that I conduct. Well, talk to me a little bit about, and this is maybe a concern, and I don't know if you're addressing this in the book or is this just something you want to chat about, and that is the intrusion of politics into symphonic programming. What's that all about? Oh, well, I went to Eastern Europe for many years. I was principal recording conductor for the Slovak Philharmonic between 1980 and 90 when there still was the Iron Curtain. And at that time, for example, I had to conduct the 1812 overture for a recording I figured for sure everybody knows the 1812 overture, but they don't in Eastern Europe. And why? Because of the Marseillaise and the Tsar's hymn. So music constantly was being buttressed and, and was having problems with uh, politics intruding upon the use of music. Aaron Copland, whom we all kind of know, whether we listen to him or not, they, didn't, they never heard of Aaron Copland in Eastern Europe. Why? Because he was an American composer. Let's talk a little bit more about Europe being the basis for classical music, but what separates being an American conductor versus being a European conductor? Is there a difference? Well, a European, uh, that's a great question, Bruce, and it's one that I love to answer. Uh, a European conductor is trained with Brahms and Beethoven and Mozart. I think that's great. I prefer not to call it classical music. I prefer to call it symphonic music. And American conductors are confronted with a greater diversity of offerings. For example, the fact that I worked with Ray Charles or Judy Collins or Martina McBride or uh, Willie Nelson. We, ha we are confronted as Americans with dealing with symphonic music. But that means all kinds of music, and music affects everyone, regardless of whether they're willing to say, I go to symphony concerts or not. Talk to me a little bit. Obviously, you have spent a lot of time on the road, a uh, man in a suitcase, so to speak. So uh, how has this affected your family? How has it affected the way you live being uh, uh, on the road a good bit? Well, that's a, that's a question that I'm confronted with often, and it's a very difficult question. I'm really blessed and lucky to have a wife that could hold down the fort while I was away. Uh, and in the book, I refer to her, refer to her as a force of nature. Um, she, she is a completely honest, direct person. And when I was on the road, I would call home every day uh, as expensive and as time-consuming and problematic as it was. I needed to have connection to my children as well as my wife. What is the book? Why did you decide to do it? Well, uh, over the course of the years after concerts, we would have 
receptions. And at the receptions, I would talk about some of the many stories. Uh, and I'll give you one uh, snapshot. Uh, when I first went to Bratislava behind the Iron Curtain, the producer of the recording took me in his car to his home for dinner. When we got out of the car, he took the windshield wipers off the car. I said, Ivan, what are you doing? He said, you don't understand. There are uh, 60,000 cars in Slovakia, but only 40,000 windshield wipers. (laughs) Fine. So he took them off. The next time I went to his house, he takes one off on the left side. I go to take one off on the right side. He says, oh, no, this is a good neighborhood. You don't have to take that one off. Fascinating. this, This book is filled not just for musicians, and it's not just... Well, I've conducted over 100 orchestras and made over 80 recordings, but it's not just for musicians. This is a book for anyone interested in travels, a little bit like the um, Anthony Bourdain of symphonic music. But how can folks uh, possibly uh, get a hold of this book and find out more about travels with Stephen? They could go to Amazon or Barnes & Noble. Uh, It is available. Uh, and it is for sale, or they can come to my website, which is stephengunzenhauser.com. And my understanding, it's already getting some good reception, right? We are very lucky and very fortunate, which I never anticipated. We're number one on new releases in sales and number 16 in overall sales. And I'm getting uh, sales requests from Iceland and from Serbia. I mean, it's really... I'm... Bowled away by it. 